Hello and welcome to Influence by Fitby. We bring you the life stories of the world's most popular people, influencers, how they started, what they do and where they plan to be. Tune in every week to follow the journey. Maybe you're a budding influencer looking for some tips or perhaps you're a brand looking to kick off an influencer marketing campaign. At Influence by Fitby, you'll hear it from the horse's mouth. Interested? Then subscribe, sit back and listen. And if you like what you hear, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a positive review. Enjoy. On this episode, we chat to sustainability influencer Agnes, aka at wasteless.at, who explains how she became a champion for zero waste and what's inspired her to do so. If you're an influencer and would like to feature on a podcast or a brand looking to sponsor an episode, feel free to get in touch by emailing team at fitby.agency. So listen on and get to know more about Agnes. Hello and welcome to Influence by Fitby. Today we have Agnes. Hi Agnes, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. Completely happy to have you on the show today and so happy for this one. Can you tell us a bit about your background? So I have a degree in ecology. Um, I I was always interested in um, environmental protection and um, also waste management and things like this. But then my life turned a little bit uh, into another direction. Uh, I got jobs as a biologist on other fields. And then I I didn't like it. And then I tried to change it a bit. I started to look into other directions. And then finally, last year, I decided that I would go back to my roots. <laughs> and I tried to do something which I love. So I started my zero waste journey on 1st of January 2018. That was my New Year's resolution um, to go zero waste until by the end of that year. And yeah, and then I posted about my journey on Instagram every day. And I think people liked it because they could relate to it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we most certainly do. And it caught our eye because there aren't many people on social media that champion sustainability as much as you do um so it's something that oh you're welcome it's something that we stood out to us and we thought would be great to have you on a podcast so you can explain to people that don't know you as well as your followers do um and you can tell us a bit more about your feed i mean what it really stands for and what you try to get across in it all right so i got inspired by bear johnson uh, she's the so-called mother of the zero waste movement, um, and she tries to lay, live without any waste or any trash in her everyday life. And she could really reduce her waste. Like um, I think her waste fits into a jar per year, and I got really inspired by that, and I tried to do the same. And then I was um, showing my journey on my Instagram feed, and I tried to post about my journey every day and I 
try to show my little successes and also my struggles. <laughs> when I tried to reduce my waist and it didn't work out and then when, when it worked out and uh, maybe try to show an example to others too. We love the fact that you're on such a crucial campaign um, and crusade um, and we think it's great that people can watch you from a distance and become inspired to potentially live a more green and eco-friendly life. So how have you got to, to to where you are today as an influencer was there a pivotal moment when you were given a shout out by someone who is more influential or has it been steady growth how's it happened for you i think it was more a steady growth um because i think it my feed was honest like really about my life and since i was always interested in sustainability and i started to talk about these topics as well so not only about how to live without waste, but also about more uh, sustainability topics like uh, how one can reduce the carbon footprint or uh, waste management. I think people were really interested in what I had to say. And slowly, day by day, we just got more and more. <laughs> Amazing. Well, don't stop, that's for sure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a lot of people are reluctant to use the term influencer. What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, I was a little bit, um, I don't know, conflicted by this because on one hand, of course, it's an amazing thing to be an influencer, but I also don't like uh, when people push their opinion on onto others. So I like to make, um, people think about topics not really tell them what to do but like maybe f giving them food for thoughts every day or very often <laughs> um, yeah but definitely I think people have influence on each other and some people have more influence on each other on other people I think if you are in an ex expert in a field it could be zero waste or fashion or sustainability or lifestyle or cooking. Of course, people will start to listen to you. And if you are an expert, obviously, you will have <laughs> something to say and teach to other people. So it's good and bad maybe at the same time. Sure thing. Um, how did it first feel when you realized you had influence? Well, I'm still not sure how big of my influence is, but yeah, I think when people started to ask for me about my um, opinion and how was my experiences and advice, I think that that meant to me that they are listening to me or they interested what I have to say. But on the other hand, um, Sometimes I struggle because it's also a distant relationship, so we don't see each other. I don't see their everyday life, so I don't really know uh, what did they change or what they did not change. So sometimes it's just like talking to thin air and <laughs> I don't know who is listening. <laughs> well, from our perspective, we can see a lot of people listening to what you're doing. So um, 
yeah, like I said earlier, great work. Don't stop. Thank you. What made you become an influencer? Um, oh. I don't know. I think I just wanted to share my opinion and people started to listen. I think I, I also wanted to educate people about sustainability because during my studies and even afterwards, um, I, I always see this gap between uh, science and communicating science to people. And actually, I'd like, like to do that to translate some complicated things to something very simple, like maybe sometimes oversimplifying it. But at the end, I think this is what can work. So, because if you only talk science language, then very few people will listen. Because in one hand, it's too dry to digest all the facts. And on the other hand, it's also a little bit nerdy or not so interesting. I don't know. So maybe when it's translated, then it's easier to understand and act on it even. I think, yeah, you're right, completely right. But what's nice is when someone has the expert opinion backed up with fact and theory. I think it really is engaging when someone knows exactly what they're talking about and they, um, and they, and they know more than the average person about their core subject. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Do you feel the pressure of social media? Um, yes, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's not easy. You mean like pressure as uh, online bullying or things like this? Or online other? bullying or pressure to post content? Just the general pressure that... I see. Well, yes, obviously I feel it, but... Um, with content, I'm not struggling that much because I have a lot to say still. Um, I'm a little bit surprised that almost after two years, I still have a lot to talk about, but I always find new things. Um, and yeah, I'm a little bit sometimes struggling with, um, with bad comments or bad messages because of course I'm getting those too. My um, topic or theme is very personal. So when I get an attack, it's also very personal. Then it's difficult not to take it personal. So it's again, it's a, when I get an attack or a mean message is against me, not against something, but direct directed at me so I'm struggling with that sometimes but I think now it's getting better and better and since I'm not that young um, I'm in my 30s already so I think it's also helping that um, I have confidence in general and this won't break me anymore if I better get a bad comment good I think we'll come back to that but um what advice would you give to someone who wants to become an influencer? Um, yeah, I think what is very important that you pick a topic which you're really interested in because that's how you can create content. If you are 
yourself interested in to in this topic because then you will love to do the research then you will love to talk about this then you will have passion then um yeah then it it's really interest you if this is what is uh, in your heart then it's easy to talk about it and do a lot of work i think that's a very important thing and then the other thing is you really should do the research and and know what you talk about because people will have a lot of questions they have a lot of questions a lot of specific questions and you really have to know your thing um and you also if it's something personal like mine like zero is then it's you should also do what you preach so <laughs> you should not never be hypocrite but be honest with people because people feel when you are honest great advice and i think it's um fairly common that most people really understand now that you have to be authentic if you want to be successful on social media and have a strong following of people that can't wait to see your content it's really I think the the main key takeaway from the you know the hundreds of people that we speak to is authenticity. I think without that, you're you're doomed to failure. Can you name some good and bad experiences that you faced on Instagram? Mm, well, the good experience is obviously when somebody messaged me, "Hey." You helped me change my life. Now I'm also, um, I'm also more careful what I'm buying, how I'm buying it, what, what does, it, how does it affect uh, the environment? I'm more conscious uh, about the environment, and they also getting interested. That's absolutely a good experience. And people sometimes sending me pictures. For example, now I had a project with urban gardening and then people were re really reacting to it and then they were sending me pictures how they were planting plants in the city and that was, I think, super lovely. Um, bad experiences when they just straight up judge me and they don't care what I have to say. They just think I'm a hypocrite and they just send me a mean message. That's, I think, the worst which happened yet. I think by the sounds of it, your good experiences are so powerful that they most definitely outweigh the negatives. Um, and it's just, it must be amazing for you to to hear from people who have, who are changing their life. Um, that must be so encouraging for you to continue to create content. Yes, of course, it's really encouraging and I love it. But I must add that Sometimes one bad comment or one bad message outweighs 1,000 one good ones mm -hmm. or 100 good ones. It's difficult to say. So Because somehow we always react more to negativity than positivity. So I always have to keep in mind what you just said, to listen to the positive things and the good things and just try not listen too much to the bad things. Hey, well, if I could be a help today, that would make me super happy to <laughs> and encouraged to continue the podcast. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How do you want to be received by your Instagram followers? Oh. Well, this is a tough question. I think I would like to be received um, 
authentic and honest, I think. Cool. Straight to the point, and I get it. I think that, like I touched on earlier, without those, without authenticity, you have nothing. And honesty is a big thing because, especially what you're doing, because you're on a crusade. And if you're not honest, then what's the point? <laughs> There's no point at all. Well, I don't know if I'm on a crusade, but <laughs> you are. I mean, it, it's a it's a very it's a strong it, word. Wow! I mean, you know, it, it, you have to start somewhere, right? So it feels right. like you're on a crusade. From the outside looking in, it feels like you're on a crusade, and we appreciate it anyway. Where are most of your followers based? Oh, so I think um, wait. In the US, UK, um, and then usually the third place is Australia or Canada because my feed is in English, in, in English, so um, I have less uh, local followers. And anyways, it's a little bit varies by the size of the countries. So Austria obviously is a smaller country <laughs> where I'm in, where I live and yeah, I have also some followers from here. Mm, I don't I don't actually know if we add up Europe, it would overweight the US or not, but it's all over the world. Interesting, okay. Do you work or study alongside your social media work? Mm, as I said, I'm in my 30s already, so I'm not studying anymore, at least not at the university or not, uh, not something like this. Sometimes I take courses to better myself, but <laughs> that's not really. <laughs> um, and I work as an entrepreneur because I have an online shop with uh, sustainable products, so zero waste products, which are reusable. And um, I only put things in my online shop, which I think could help someone on the zero waste journey. Amazing. What's the website address? Oh, waste-less.at .at, fantastic. Waste.less. Oh, no, it's waste-less.at, yes. It's waste-less.at. Fantastic. Are you enjoying influencing? Yes, because... um. I get to talk about what I like and I get to talk about my little um, joy in my life. I get to talk about sustainability, which I really love. So, yeah, I like it. And how strict are you with what you post in your feed? How, how strict I am about posting on my feed? Yeah, well, how strict are you with the content that you post in your feed? Oh. I'm strict. <laughs> um, so are you yeah, very so curated in what you do? Is it like a, a written process or do you just think that would be a good photograph for the feed or how does it work? Okay, so my process is um, I have certain topics which I talk about usually. Um, the first one probably is zero waste and sustainability then i talk a lot about um um sorry 
So okay. I, I talk a lot about uh, second-hand clothing, so sustainable fashion, but I, I'm putting more weight on uh, buying second-hand clothes or second-hand everything because I think this is also very important, uh, reducing in someone's uh, carbon footprint. Then I am also talking about uh, urban, urban gardening and edible plants because I think especially in cities people really detached from nature so I like to talk about these topics and other than that um, I try to find local farmers and businesses uh, and support them and maybe show an example to people that they can also find local businesses and local form farmers and um, local things and get a little bit more in touch with the food and where it is coming from and how things are made. So these are my main topics and I try to stick to it and somehow build my post around this. So when I see a nice photo or a place which I think would fit into my feed and into these topics, then then maybe I start from the photograph and then I find a nice topic which fits with it. Or on the other way around, maybe I have something which I want to talk about and then I take a photo specifically for that topic. Interesting. Can you name an Instagram account that you love and check out regularly? In my topic or in general? In general. Oh, okay. Um... It can be anything, anyone, any topic. Yeah, there are a couple of um, people who I follow for different reasons. Maybe I would like to point out um, Messi Minimalist, or maybe her name is The Messi Minimalist. Um, actually, I started to follow her on YouTube, and <laughs> I could re really relate to her. and. This is actually which she's she's actually who really encouraged me or her example to start my own journey in my own topic. She's um, she has a channel in minimalism, and yeah, and then she was showing uh, how she turned her life around from being a borderline hoarder to a minimalist. And then I said to myself, well, if she can do that, I can do this. <laughs> and yeah, and she did an amazing job and um, she's really inspiring to me. And of, course, and of course, in my topic, um, I like um, a couple of other influencers like Wasteland Rebel. She's a German girl who who is also trying to reduce her waste and living a zero-waste lifestyle. I really like um, Polly Barks. She's an American and uh, she does a lot for her community um, while reducing her waste and put a lot of focus on sustainability. And she's also um, trying to focus on communities who who are not so fortunate like others and I 
for me she's also really inspiring because she's really do her research and I can learn a lot from her too. Well, we'll be sure to check out those guys. <laughs> Which brands would you like to work with? Ooh. Okay, so I really like what TerraCycle does um, in the US and I think also in the UK, but they are not in my country yet. So What are they I called, really sorry? TerraCycle. Okay. Um, they... The idea is basically that um, they try to recycle everything. So not just these classic five things which can be recycled, but they try to put a lot of effort into recycling, for example, cigarette butts or cheap chips bags or, I don't know, things which other people don't recycle or like plastic pens, things like this. Um, what a great idea yeah <laughs> um other than that oh, it's a little bit tricky because um there is not so many brands in sustainability uh, i also really like things this is a reusable underwear for ladies yes um and I think that's also very amazing, not only because it's sustainable, but because they also empowering women, which is always a good thing. Interesting. Do you have you heard of Four Ocean? Yes, that's I a, love them too. Yeah, yes. they're very cool. I like what they stand for. I really do think it's, um, the jewelry is very good looking as well. So it's a uh, it's a win win. Yes, exactly. What does a perfect day look like to you? <laughs> when I'm working or when I'm not working? <laughs> Either or. You tell us what a perfect day is. Okay. So I love working. So actually, <laughs> I don't even know why I asked that. So usually I like to wake up a little bit slowly. And then afterwards, when I start to wake up, I'm already into working mode and I'm checking my emails already in the bed and checking my Instagram and answering messages and trying to think about um, topics which I will talk about that day. Then when I'm done with that, I usually, um, I usually work on my online shop, whatever that means. Sometimes I have to order things for my shop sometimes I, ha I have also handmade things which I sell so sometimes I do that I sew things and make them, prepare them sometimes I'm just boxing them <laughs> and getting ready for shipping um, Yeah, and I have a lot of food allergies which is very important in this case because I cook once or twice a day so that takes up a lot of time for me but I learned to enjoy the process and now I love cooking so that's also quite relaxing for me and um, what is also important that my husband also works from home and me too so we love spending time with each other during the working day too it's very nice that my workmate is my husband too that's super sweet I love that <laughs> <laughs> very nice um, 
I think you just answered this, but let's see anyway, just in case there's something else. But what's one thing that not many people know about you? Oof. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's a difficult question because I talk about everything on social media. So I would think that people know everything about me. <laughs> I mean, you just mentioned one thing that you have allergies and you have to cook in a way. Yeah, you cook but I talk about that too a lot. So. And also <laughs> that your husband works at home with you. So that's, uh, right. that's, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> anything I else? Have, I have a pet turtle who wow. is uh, already 25 years old. Uh, he was adopted when he was 10 years old, so we live together for 15 years now. Maybe that's something that not so many people know, because I don't post so much about him. Yeah, yeah and he's very chill and lovely. He's a Mississippi turtle, Mississippi map turtle, I think that's the correct name. And yeah, <laughs> that's one thing which I think not so many people know. Well. I certainly didn't know that, so that's, um, <laughs> it works for me. What are your plans for the future? Mm, I, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing right now, and I'm really happy that I found something which I love to do. So I would like to continue working in sustainability. I want to learn a lot about it, uh, reading a lot of books, in this topic, um, reading a lot of uh, research papers. I would like to, yeah, and I would like to teach people about sustainability and I really try to translate it to everyday life if it's somehow possible. <laughs> Great stuff. Look, this has been fantastic. Really enjoyed getting to know you more and finding out more about the person behind the posts. For those people that are listening to you for the first time, what is your Instagram handle? Wasteless.at. So, wasteless at. <laughs> Perfect. Agnes, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for giving us your time today. Thank you so much. Wow, what a mission. Sustainable zero waste living. Inspirational. If you're an influencer yourself and would like to feature on a podcast or a brand looking to sponsor an episode, feel free to get in touch by emailing team at fitby.agency. And if you like what you're listening to, please subscribe and rate the podcast as it really helps.